Hello, it's Thursday, June 6, 1 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, and this is Higher Ed Live Advancement Live. I'm your host, Cameron Hall, Director of Annual Giving at Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. And it is a beautiful sunny day here on the mighty Mississippi River. Uh, we're on the only place where the Mississippi flows not north to south, but east to west on the quad cities of Illinois and Iowa. Today, we're going to be discussing giving days and why partnerships matter. Advancement Live is a part of the Higher Ed Live Network. All of our episodes offer you direct access to the best and brightest minds in education. Be a part of today's live broadcast by sharing your knowledge and participate in today's discussion by tweeting using hashtag Higher Ed Live. Today's live broadcast is powered by Platform Q, Education's Conduit, online engagement platform. Learn how to integrate continuous online engagement into your marketing and enrollment plans using Conduit. Visit Platform EDU, that's Platform QEDU.com. All of our episodes are recorded and they're free and easy to access in the video archives at higheredlive.com or take Higher Ed Live with you on the go by subscribing to the podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Higher Ed Live is produced by M. Stoner, a digital first agency committed to tailored solutions that drive real results. And M. Stoner has made all of their on-demand courses in advanced marketing for higher education, websites, digital marketing for higher education, and digital storytelling for higher education available in a three-course bundle. You can access M. Stoner's top-rated on-demand content, uh, of course, this, uh, which is a, uh, a 19 hours of development, of professional development for a year-long, 23 sessions, and your team can walk away with con concrete strategies and tips to improve your web marketing and digital storytelling efforts immediately. This offer expires July 8, 2019, and we'll be tweeting out the link shortly with more information. As we get started today talking about giving days and why partnerships matter, I'd like to introduce today's guest. Uh, and we have the team from Augustana College uh, with us today. Uh, first up, we have Carrie Wersch. Hi, Carrie. Hello. Carrie started at Augustana College in 2011, and she, is, uh, she initially served as the college's director of public relations. Uh, in August of 2014, Carrie was then promoted to executive director of public relations, communications, and marketing. And she now serves as the assistant vice president of communications and marketing. It is in this role that Carrie is responsible for managing the office of communication and marketing but she's also responsible for the implementation of the college's strategic efforts to support the visibility and reputation with a specific focus or significant focus on both admissions and advancement. Uh, Carrie has her bachelor's degree from Illinois State University, and she has more than 16 years of communications uh, for a financial services firm. Carrie, is there anything outside of your bio that you would like for us to know? No, I'm just grateful to be here. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you so much, Gary. We also have with us Ken Brill, and Ken is also an Augustana alum. Uh, Ken serves Augustana College as the Associate Dean and Vice President of Student Life. He is responsible for the departmental areas consisting of student life, 
leadership and engagement, campus recreation, multicultural programming, orientation, and Greek life. He holds a bachelor's degree in religion and political science from Augustana College, and Ken has his master's degree in student development in post-secondary education from the University of Iowa. Ken has been actively involved in the NACA through volunteer uh, leadership opportunities at a regional and national level since 1986. And he is a past chair of the NACA Board of Directors. Ken has written uh, for uh, the Campus Activities Programming Magazine and AFA's uh, Perspectives. He is a, a recipient of the NACA Ileana Region's Janet Carl Smith Award and was recently inducted into the NACA Mid-America Hall of Fame. Uh, he is also affiliated with the ACPA College Students Educators International, the National Association of Personnel Administrators, Association of Fraternity Advisors, and the National Orientation Directors Association. And on top of all of that, Ken also serves uh, Augustana in a dual role as the uh, as an advancement associate where he manages a small portfolio of donors for the college. Uh, Ken, you do quite a lot for Augustana. Is there anything outside of your bio that you would like to mention? I don't think so. Um, but as Carrie mentioned, I am thrilled to be here and um, look forward to our conversation today. Awesome, and we're glad to have you. And uh, since I'm a guest host today, I thought I'd also give a brief uh, introduction of myself. Uh, I'm Cameron Hall, and I serve Augustana College as the Director of Annual Giving, where I lead a small team that is responsible for providing the oversight of the college's strategic fundraising and engagement, uh, with special attention to uh, direct marketing, digital marketing, and telemarketing. I also oversee one of our largest volunteer groups for the college, which is our class representatives. Uh, prior to working with Augustana College, uh, I began my career at the University of Montevallo, which is also my alma mater and Alabama's only public liberal arts institution. As the call center manager of the annual fund, uh, there I was able to significantly increase the university's number of new donors by 10 times the amount that they had received in the year previous to my, my work with them. Uh, and from there, I, I went on to serve as the assistant director of annual giving programs at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro where my work involved uh, telemarketing and student philanthropy programs. Uh, there I was a part of the alumni engagement department and I worked with the assistant director of young alumni and student programs to develop our student philanthropy committee there, uh, which focused on student giving. I obtained my bachelor of arts degree in political science from the University of Montevallo. And I have more than six years of advancement marketing experience and more than seven years of nonprofit and volunteer management experience. Uh, and we're, we're all glad to be here with you all today as we go through uh, Giving Days, a hot topic in the advancement world uh, where there's really a lot going on. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are wondering what can small schools do to really make a way in this space? And Augustana over the course of the last six years uh, has done a lot of work here. So we will uh, go into a little bit of detail about what we did in A Day of Giving uh, 2019, and that's the name of our Day of Giving, A as in the Augustana A, Day of Giving. And I was wondering if Kerry would be able to give us a little uh, insight into some of our previous uh, A Day of Giving campaigns, since she's had the most work 
uh, with this campaign at Augustana uh, prior to my work as director of Asian giving. Thank you, Cameron. I'd be happy to do that. Um, Augustana's first on online day of giving was either in 2013 or 2014. And I think in and of itself, that says something, um, how much we put into it, because we don't remember exactly which year it was. I'm leaning towards 2015, uh, or 2014, I mean. And what we did that year was very small scale and really an attempt to just engage young alumni. Um, I think we might have been a little short-sighted. We started a campaign at midnight. Uh, and shortly thereafter, our website went down that night. Uh, that doesn't normally happen, and it had nothing to do with uh, a day of giving, but it might tell you a little bit about how the rest of those 24 hours went. Um, the director of communication and the director of annual giving were the two people most connected to that campaign, and really about the only two people working on it, which again is very different from where we are now, where a whole team of people work on it. But those two individuals, I'm fairly sure, didn't sleep a wink that night um, and were very groggy the next day when we brought in a few thousand dollars. Um, we didn't consider it a failure. We did learn a lot from it, and we did it again the next year. Um, by that time, uh, we raised a little more money, but we really still remained focused just on young alumni. I have to admit, I think there was some thinking at that point that just young people use the internet or social media, um, which is almost embarrassing to say, but you know, it was a few years ago. Um, in the third year, we were to the point where we were picking a theme um, and we were experiencing a little more success. Um, and by the fourth, either the third or fourth year, we were getting those challenge grants in, which really kind of turned the tide for us and helped us see how we could make more of this day and get more engagement. Um, I think it was in the fourth year, but maybe it was the third year, Cameron, you can let me know, when we actually um, used a crowdfunding platform. And that really changed everything, um, and everything in good ways. Um, we, we struggled with it a bit, and I'm sure Cameron will mention that, but for the most part, it really did help us turn a corner. Um, every year, we have learned. Um, I think we are a great example of continuous improvement. We take every win and every loss over these last six or seven years as a chance to learn, as a chance to grow, as a chance to get better, as a chance to fail fast if we're gonna fail and move on. And we have really learned a lot. And I wanna think that we hit our stride this year. Um, we are a small place. We don't have large budgets and we don't have large teams, but we bring everyone together to um, really rally around this one day. And we have found a, a good degree of success in this last year. Now, before I quit talking about our history, I do think I need to mention that last year we did experience a little dip. Um, and I, I think that happens to everybody. Um, and for us and in our continuous improvement mindset, that was just more of a challenge. It was just more of a reason for us to rebound, to organize, to look back at what worked and um, proceed. And so the exciting part is that we can tell you about the success that we experienced um, this last April. Exactly, and like Carrie mentioned, um, we, we've done a lot around uh, a day of giving, and it was that that fourth year where we brought in the crowdfunding uh, platform, and I think that was the, the next time uh, that we actually ended up breaking our giving form. But it was because of a good reason. That fourth year, we had so many gifts that the processor that we were using was not able to keep up with us, and so it crashed, and we had to to reassess for just a few moments until they were able to catch up with us, and we hopped right back in. But Carrie, uh, I think we've we've uh, done just about uh, uh, everything, right? We've done 
regional events all around the country for days of giving. Oh. Uh, I, I think Augustana did a, a giving day uh, where gifts were made in honor of professors and family members, is that correct? Yeah, you know, I like to say we've tried it all. Um, <laughs> In our seven years of doing this, we've given away donuts. We've given away locally made ice cream. Um, we've hosted parties on campus in our community, in the communities where our alumni live and in their own homes. We gave away party planning kits one year. Um, we've used GoPros and Facebook Live. We've um, showcased our most well-known faculty and our most well-known buildings on campus. Um, we've used photos and videos effectively and maybe even a couple times ineffectively but overall we have just continued to improve and try new things each and every year exactly and about three years ago uh, that's when we really started to see the uptick with uh days of giving at augustana and to give everyone sort of a background of what caused that change it was right around that time that advancement actually merged uh into the same division that uh, communication marketing is in now and so we're now one huge division of external relations, including, uh, and Kira, you might know more than this than I, um, admissions, financial aid, communications and marketing, uh, and now advancements, uh, all reporting under one umbrella, which sort of expanded our reach, helped us think more strategically, but also broaden those uh, collaborations and partnerships that we've had, and especially between communications and marketing and advancement. Uh, Kiri, is there, is there anything that you'd like to highlight about the partnership and how that has developed more over time uh, with uh, specifically uh, advancement in, commu in communication marketing? I, I do think it's developed over time, and I think we're in a much stronger position than we were in those early A day of giving years. I would say that the biggest reason for that is that we have a shared VP or a shared boss. And so we have that shared direction that we're getting from the top um, and that there's there's no room um, for confusion anymore. We all know that we're aligned to the same goals um, set by that one person. I think that's been hugely effective for us and for our teams. Awesome. Well, let me talk about A Day of Giving uh, 2019. Uh, Carrie mentioned that we did a, a, a few different themes in the past. And this year, uh, we did the public launch of our $125 million comprehensive campaign for the college uh, called Augustana Now. And so we decided to tie a day of giving to Augustana Now by using the theme, the time is now. Uh, and so when we think about what a day of giving is uh, for us at Augustana College, a day of giving is Augustana's biggest and most fun fundraising event of the year where the entire Augustana community rallies together to show their pride for the Augustana community through generosity. Uh, but this year we decided to take A-Day of Giving one step further. Uh, we're a small school and we have a very attentive alumni base uh, and parents base and friends base. And so we decided to make A-Day of Giving a campaign about appreciation for our most loyal Vikings. And Carrie, uh, that sort of brought in your first idea for the Thank You Mobile. Uh, would you like to give us a little information about the Thank You Mobile, how that became inspired, and what was sort of the process uh, behind it? I think the Thank You Mobile was kind of the centerpiece of this year's A Day of Giving. Um, and if you want to know what the Thank You Mobile was, um, think Publishers Clearinghouse. Um, we took our president and a few other really important people on campus, as well as a couple of students, 
out to alumni to thank them for their gifts to the college, whether those are monetary gifts or their gifts of time and service. Um, but we surprised them um, with a lot of thanks and a lot of appreciation. Um, and that served as a centerpiece for all of our communication and really turned it from being simply about giving, but really about the impact and the gratitude um, that we feel for our, our donors. And it was a lot of fun and it gave us a lot of opportunities to really do things differently. I think just that focus on appreciation was different. Um, but I think it also allowed us to get our president involved in a way that he wasn't involved really ever, but most especially last year. We did not have enough involvement from our president last year. And so this year, him having that big role um, gave him a, a reason to buy into a greater degree, but really moreover just showed his leadership and his support um, for this effort and for all fundraising and his gratefulness to donors. It was, and it was truly awesome to see that uh, we, I think we did uh, four of these, uh, two locally and then on the day of A Day of Giving, we sort of had the thank you mobile head from the Quad Cities to Chicago, which is about a two and a half, three hour drive. Uh, but he made a, a stop along the way and the final destination was at our uh, Day of Giving events in Chicago. Uh, and each one of these, like Gary mentioned, uh, was really our most loyal Viking, the president's <laughs> getting to greet. Our, our other loyal Vikings, and uh, I, I thought it was an awesome idea, and it was so cool to watch these happening. Uh, on the slide, if you see the uh, image to the uh, right-hand side of the screen, uh, I actually got to participate in that one, and when we arrived, uh, those are two of our alumni um, who have been longtime supporters, and one of them is a class representative who, for every year, uh, she has always handwritten notes to every donor of her class as they make their gifts throughout the year, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, but when we arrived at their house, they surprised us and slammed the door in our face because they already had a company. And then he went in and got his wife uh, and came back out <laughs> to show her the surprise. And so it was a, a awesome, an awesome day, uh, and they were so thrilled to, to see that. If you'd like to see those videos, they are on Augustana College's YouTube page, I believe. If you uh, type Augustana College and uh, go to Thank you, Mobile, uh, and you'll see those awesome experiences. Um, also, as a part of a day of giving, uh, we set a, a pretty high goal this year. This was the first year for a day of giving where our goal was only donor specific. Uh, like Carrie mentioned in past years, we had done a lot of focus on uh, a lot of different things. Uh, most of our campaigns had both uh, donor goals and dollar goals. This was the first year we really took an assessment and said, uh, do we really want to focus on both of those? How can we really focus on both of those? Uh, in our last A Day of Giving, A Day of Giving 2018, we noticed that once we reach a certain uh, dollar amount, that that's when our campaign began to sputter. Uh, a lot of our donors saw that we had already raised uh, over $400,000, uh, $350,000, and uh, really the campaign came to a, a, almost a halt. And so we decided this year to make our goal 1860 donors in 1860 minutes in honor of the college's founding year in 1860. And this was an awesome way to get a lot of buy-in from all of our constituencies on campus, but really got them invested. But as we look at how this performed, uh, and we go to 
uh, performance year over year. You can sort of see where we were four years ago. Uh, in 2016, the goal was 400 donors. We surpassed it with um, 421 donors. In 2017, we set a pretty high goal of 1860 donors, uh, but we really put a lot of the focus on the dollar amount. And we really uh, came to a halt at uh, 1100 uh, donors, around 1100 donors. The second year, we, we also put more focus on the dollar goal uh, and we had a goal of 1,500 donors, but we really only finished at about 1,200. But in 2019, we set only a donor goal, 1860, 1860 minutes, and we were able to get 2,160 donors in that campaign time, which was phenomenal for us. Uh, that's the, the largest amount of donors that we have ever seen for an A Day of Giving campaign. And we really, uh, it was really because of the, the driving force was the time and the, 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 the donor focus, putting all of our focus on driving those donors. Kerry, uh, is there any way that, that you think that having that uh, eased our communications efforts and what the actual day was about? Yeah, I think there are a couple of ways it eased um, our communication efforts. And I think the the first thing to state, and is probably obvious to everyone in communication, is that people need one call to action, um, and they need to have one main message in this case. Um, and it wasn't about give this certain amount to help us reach this, reach this dollar goal. It was simply give. Um, give any amount, and um, you will help us reach our goal. I think that's the second part, is that it allowed a lot of people um, to feel that they could make an impact in helping us reach our goal um, because a gift of any size matters. And uh, we know, especially for our youngest alumni, that they need to know that their five, 10, 20, or $50 gift really will make a difference. And we made a point to, of saying that and ensuring that our messages made everyone feel that they could make an impact. So those are the two main ways. I think it just made our messaging clearer um, because we weren't trying to, we didn't have competing messages. Um, but also that it really made everyone feel included and that they could have a role. Awesome. And uh, like I mentioned, uh, in past years, we also had a dollar goal. Uh, you can see in 2016, we had a dollar goal of uh, 38,000. Uh, we well surpassed it with uh, 76,000. Uh, but in 2017, this is when we were asked to really revamp uh, a day of giving and include a regional events and to take a day of giving to the next level. And so we set a goal of $250,000 uh, and we worked with our gift officers to secure some pretty significant uh, challenge gifts for the day and matching gifts uh, for the day. And we closed with $290,000, nearly 40,000 above what our goal was that year. In 2018, uh, we sort of set our, our eye high and although we had a, a significant amount of uh, challenge dollars and challenge donors, uh, we, we sort of sputtered out at right around 334. We don't consider it a, a loss. We learned a lot from it. Um, it was still uh, an increase over where we were in 2017. But look where we were in 2019, where we didn't set a dollar goal. Our, we finished with $424,000. And so our dollars did not suffer uh, at least in 2019, by setting a a um, 
a strong donor goal and reinforcing that every gift does make a difference. As we look at who our donors were for A Day of Giving uh, 2019, uh, we can see that roughly 490 of those donors made their first gift to the college. 1,500 of those were alumni donors. 133 gifts were made by our parent population. 387 donors were students, and this is thanks to Ken Brill and his efforts, who we'll bring into the conversation in just a few moments. Uh, and 291 of those of our gifts were made from employees, uh, and one donor uh, was a prospective student who just so happened to be on campus that day for a tour and saw Ken Brill and, uh, and his students' events on our lower quad and decided to participate with the gift that, quite frankly, was higher than some of the gifts that our students made, <laughs> which was, was awesome. And so when we think about how we did all of this in 2019, we really took a, a, an approach with really partnering with our campus partners. Uh, we have a, a fairly small annual giving team at Augustana College and a small team, as do most of our offices at, at Augustana. We, we do a mighty work with a, with a uh, small with a small squad. And so uh, we decided this year that we would do a lot of partnership and so we had three unique components uh, of our campaign this year. The first being the Battle of the Buildings, which was carried out actually by employees of the college. We identified uh, building captains for each of the buildings on campus, and they were responsible for soliciting their buildings, uh, sharing, spreading the message about a day of giving uh, and about giving to the college and what that means. and. Uh, and really spreading the word. We also had two regional events this year, and this was dwindling down from what we had done in 2017. In 2017, I think we had roughly five or uh, 10 events, five to 10 events around the country in LA, DC, Chicago, uh, Peoria, all, a lot of our heavy market areas. But this year we really dwindled it down to our two most saturated areas. Here in the Quad Cities of Illinois and Iowa, uh, and also in Chicago. And so we pitted those areas against each other in a competition uh, to see who could raise the most at their events. But then we had the lower quad takeover and that was planned by Ken Brill and his student planning committee, uh, which was phenomenal this year. And that was also uh, something that we had taken on as an advancement staff in the previous year, partnering with admissions and communication marketing. And we thought that uh, Really, we, we should partner with students who would be able to communicate with themselves uh, about uh, giving. And so that was sort of the change in 2019. And so here you can see some of the banners that our Battle of the Buildings winners uh, received. Uh, the first, second, and third place winners, I believe, all got banners placed on their buildings uh, that they can show off that they're the most engaged uh, uh, employees uh, on campus but they also received a, a small tchotchke of a, depending on what they won, they got a tumbler or they got a, um, some technical difficulties. They got a tumbler or they got sunglasses or a certificate to go to our coffee station on the campus. The Bell of the Brews uh, was a, like I mentioned, a competition between Chicago and uh, the Quad Cities. 
and the Quad Cities won. I'm thankful to be one of the representatives in the winning team, um, where we uh, really allowed our donors to uh, make a gift as sort of their entry into this event, where they can come, they can enjoy company. They had an opportunity to spin what we called our prize wheels, uh, and we can get prachkis based on the prize wheels and really enjoy the day uh, and, and enjoy each other's company in, in sort of a competition. At the Quad Cities event, we would periodically check in with the Chicago event to see where they were uh, donors-wise, donors and we would make brief announcements as to who was in the lead and who was not. Uh, this was in partnership with our alumni relations department, uh, who really took on the brunt of planning uh, these events and making sure that they were successful. And so we're we're uh, very thankful that we have a strong relationship with alumni relations at Augustana. But then the most fun, or in my opinion, the most fun part of a day of giving was the lower quad takeover. Uh, Ken Brill, would you like to uh, give us a little bit about the lower quad takeover? Uh, what was sort of the process and planning and uh, really what what convinced you to be a part of a day of giving this year and and uh and to really take on uh what we had tried on our own and really uh needed you and your team to be most successful with sure thank you uh i would say you know in fall um cameron and his staff met with me and and talked about an opportunity that they thought um, we might be interested in, and they, I think they were hoping that we'd be interested in it. And it was quite honestly an easy sell. You know, um, I um, myself have worked at, for Augustana for 34 years and, and, and love this place to death and just saw lots and lots of opportunities. Um, one of my responsibilities is um, some work on our strategic plan and um, plank two of our strategic plan is integrative experiences where we try to get different departments, different divisions to play together um, to make the better, best outcomes possible um, and, and create a position of success for our students. Um, and I saw this as one of those opportunities. You know, typically the advancement office um, doesn't work with student affairs, at least at our size institution. Um, and this was an opportunity for us to, to play together, to work together and to try to build something great. Uh, so my challenge was going to be to sell it to students <laughs> that I think their, their, their mindset is um, we already pay a lot of money to go to school here. Why would we start making contributions? Um, but I really felt that this was an opportunity for them to, to have fun, um, to learn um, about themselves and some new skills and learn a little bit more about the college and also to feel a sense of service to Augustana. So what was mentioned earlier by, I think, Carrie with the focus of gratitude on this day was carried out with students as well. Um, mm -hmm. One of the things that I brought up when I was trying to engage them was, you know, many of you, many of you are seniors. Are, is there something at Augustana, a mentor, um, a faculty member, an advisor, a coach, an experience that you feel very grateful for, that you really feel that shaped who you are today um, and, and that you think is going to make an impact in your life moving forward. You know, a day of giving might be your opportunity to, to say thank you and to provide gratitude and have that sense of service to our community. So uh, following the meeting, um, that initial meeting, uh, I, I felt very strongly that our students, knowing our student leaders on campus, um, that they would be compelled to participate. And so I reached out to a group of 
20, 25 students um, that were a good solid cross-section um, from athletics, performing arts, um, fraternity and sorority life, student organization leaders, multicultural student groups, et cetera, and invited the leadership of those groups to a meeting. And the, the idea was that I would share um, what the opportunity was and why it might be compelling for them to become involved and engaged and ultimately lead the charge. And um, I was, I was, I was not surprised, I would say. Um, literally every single person in the room said, yes, I'm in. Um, I think that early on, um, I'm a very optimistic person. So I was surprised that they saw this as a big challenge to getting students to donate, um, but they were up for the challenge. And uh, we began to create a structure that we thought would, would would um, help us to reach our goals. So during that initial meeting where I invited, I, I brainstormed a list of all kinds of students, some that I knew well, some that I didn't know very well. Um, I knew I had to talk to them about why and what we accomplished that. Then we kind of outlined what the goals were for the day. And as, as Cam Cameron indicated, you know, our goal was 1860 donors and it wasn't so much about the size of the gift as it was just getting people to give. And historically, we've, we've always tried to think of initiatives to engage students um, through alumni relations, engage students in advancement. And quite frankly, students just have no idea the impact that advancement and our alumni have on their experience at Augustana. So one of the main goals that we wanted to create is just to, to create some knowledge out there of what makes this institution work. How does our community, you know, the driving force isn't just tuition dollars. It is it is annual giving, um, and it's the gifts from alumni and friends of the college. And how does that, you know, track back to you as a student? And during that initial meeting, I actually started to share, you know, is there anybody? We have a, a one of our programs has closed the gap, and there just happened to be two student leaders in the room that are able to be at Augustana because of that one program um, that is an advancement initiative. Um, financial aid initiative um, that, that helps great students ex have an Augustana experience. So, you know, immediately there was some talk in early on in, in our meetings with, wow, Augustana, you know, has done some things and, you know, I should be more cognizant of that and how it works. And I should share that story with others because I, I probably haven't done that well enough um, since I've been here at Augustana. So with a team of 21, um, we, we, we got together um, and we created two teams. One was the program team. How do we create an experience that's going to be engaging for students, a wow experience The students are going to be like, I'm, I'm going there because it sounds like fun. Um, and, and two, um, what, what are some uh, incentives that we can, so we make sure that we've invited and included all the different populations at Augustana. So we kind of started thinking about, from an athletic perspective, what's happening um, um, beyond athletics to support athletics? And from a performing arts perspective, what's going on to support performing arts beyond um, you know, the performing arts faculty? Um, it, was, it was funny, one of the, the, one of the things that we wanted to do in our program was in, in, in have you know, musicians and Live, um, 
live performing artists throughout the day. And so, you know, we thought we would start with the Augustana Choir and the theater department, and both of those participated. But one of the students on our lead team uh, was, was in the Augustana Choir and actually asked Dr. Hurdy, the director, if she might have a moment at the beginning of choir. And, and essentially, Dr. Hurdy jumped in right after and, and, and said, you're participating. You know, this is what's going on. This has been my experience at Augustana College. This is a great opportunity for you to informally do something fun together. And so one of the groups that performed was, was the Augustana Choir. And they did By the Mighty Mississippi, which is kind of our theme song. And, and they did it in a, in a fun way that I have never seen it perform before. So that, that was you know, one of the connecting points. And our team was built, was very diverse. So we wanted to make sure that we had student leaders on the team that were influencers um, that could connect with various populations. The other thing that we needed to do is create competitions. Um, so students love competitions. And so we created a series of different competitions. Um, so, you know, the Greek group that had the most donors would get a pizza party, that, that, that kind of thing. And the students brainstormed a variety of ideas. We too did spin the wheel. So every, every um, student donor would be able to spin the wheel and get some, some fun item. And many of those items were things that we already had in our office that were left over from other giveaways that we had at programs that we have um, launched throughout the academic year. Uh, I think that uh, one of the things that I, I think was important was in engaging the team of leaders, um, was helping them to understand what they would get out of it themselves. And I said, essentially, I want you to have fun. And there's not a student that I know that doesn't like to have fun. I want them to feel like there's something to learn here. And, and I want them to be able to identify what, what it is that they might take away from the experience. And two, all of us feel good when we, when we serve others. And I thought that this was an opportunity for all three of those things to happen. One of the great things that I enjoyed was watching this group of students that typically don't work together, work together. So, you know, they, they got to dig deep in teamwork, in collaboration, in communication, all those are skills that they were able to, to practice and hone through this three-month experience, this journey that they, they did together. You know, at different times, key people were busy and the ball was falling and somebody had to run and pick it up and, and run with it and take it to the next, next spot. And we saw a lot of that, 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 that going on. A bunch of creative ideas. You know, I stepped back and let them do the planning. And, you know, crazy things came up. Um, and that ultimately I said yes to. Um, I never would have dreamed a petting zoo um, would be a part of a day of giving, um, but there's a local um, um, vendor close that at a very reasonable price offers that. So we had llamas and goats and chickens and all kinds of animals on campus at a day of giving and everybody loves a petting zoo, I guess. I've learned that they do. Uh, <laughs> We've had um, our students um, that um, haven't done fundraising were able to solicit sponsorships through food vendors, um, and, and th that was a win-win for us. Um, just a number of things, number of outcomes that, that we, we didn't know getting into it. Uh, we might have had a, a hunch, 
um, but we ultimately experienced. So there was a lot of um, mojo throughout the day, um, a lot of excitement, um, a great day for our students, um, a, a great day for our community. It truly was, Ken, and uh, Ken is uh, perhaps being a bit modest, but he actually helped us double the amount of student donations that we had had in the previous uh, ADA of giving. I think we had close to uh, a little shy of 200, and this year, because of Ken and his students' efforts, through just shy of 400 student donors to Augustana College, which for us is significant. I think roughly 100 or so of those were graduating seniors. Uh, and at Augustana College, it's we have a society specifically for loyal uh, donors who give three or more years in a row. If a student gives before they graduate, for, from Augustana, they're automatically enrolled in this loyalty circle, our loyalty society. And so we've got 300 fresh faces that are now in Augustana's loyalty circle who will uh, get some benefits that other students won't just because they made a small gift to the college, which was phenomenal. Uh, but also, Ken, this year, um, really, you challenged me to consider some of the things that we had done for A Day of Giving in the past. Uh, a Day of Giving, uh, in, in my role as Director of Annual Giving here, I'm really the Annual Fund Officer. And so my mind is always stuck on what are we doing to progress our goal towards the Annual Fund. And so A Day of Giving has typically been an Annual Fund campaign. Uh, this year we decided to uh, offer up uh, where donors could give to the area of their passion. And that helped us by a lot, especially with our students. We saw students give to uh, their Greek uh, uh, leadership ac uh, academic awards. We saw students give to uh, diversity office, the office of student life, uh, and really wherever they uh, had their passion. And we also saw our alumni do the same. But we we experienced uh, on the back end that our annual fund still didn't suffer. A majority of our donors who wanted to make their gift and wanted to make it to the area of greatest need uh, still did so, which was phenomenal. Uh, and we also uh, learned from Ken that we might need to reconsider a crucial part about uh, A Day of Giving, which is our Augustana socks. And we'll talk about those Augustana socks in, in just a moment. Um, is there anything else that you would like to, to tell us about the Lower Quad uh, takeover, uh, Ken? Just there was there's tremendous enthusiasm on the you know once the students started brainstorming and getting ideas just the idea of the lower quad takeover that 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 theme that kind of evolved um, was was the students getting excited about the event and 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 how they wanted that event um, to be experienced by other students. It was awesome. Uh, on this uh, next slide, uh, we had some uh, video footage of uh, students and faculty who attended the lower quad takeover who uh, showed why they why they support Augustana. And we were surprised to hear uh, that most of our students actually gave and got the message that uh, it's really because they believe in this place. What else did we do for Augustana uh, College? Each year for a day of giving at Augustana College, we have Augie socks. And normally we only do one pair of socks that are only available at ADIV Giving. You can't get Augustana socks really any other place on our campus outside of ADIV Giving. And so uh, this year we had we did two things. We had three pairs of socks, three new editions of Augustana socks. This was our third year doing this uh, of having Augustana socks. 
but also we, uh, in looking at uh, IRS standards and working with our controller's office and our donor relations office and advancement services office, uh, we learned that because these socks were branded in Augustana uh, with Augustana's logo, that we could lower the minimum donation required from our socks from $60, which used to be in honor of Augustana's uh, founding year, to $25, which was a better buy-in point for our uh, young alumni, our students, uh, our faculty and staff. And so they got a, an option to choose uh, from these three pairs of socks that uh, Carrie and her team really uh, did the design on. I think the fourth edition was a design that we held from ADA of Giving uh, 2018. And the fifth and, uh, the fifth and third edition socks were uh, socks that were created uh, this year for Augustana uh, by our, our uh, uh, graphic design team. Uh, and these were uh, pretty awesome. I think we've had very, very reviews, but it seems the top two favorites um, became first the biking sock, which we were sort of hesitant about, but then a lot of people uh, really loved that Argyle sock. And I have heard, uh, Carrie, uh, you may want to relay this to our graphic design team, that there's a want for some houndstooth. So <laughs> we may need to consider a houndstooth <laughs> design for next year. Um, but uh, having that choice really allowed our donors to pick. And at all of our events for A Day of Giving, uh, we had these socks ready and available for anyone who made their uh, early donation. And for our faculty and staff, if they participated in the Battle of the Buildings and made their gift prior to A Day of Giving, uh, we uh, delivered their socks so that they could have those socks to wear for A Day of Giving uh, if they chose to do so. Uh, we also implemented a strong social media presence on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, even including text messaging this year. Uh, Carrie, would you like to talk a bit about our social media strategy and what some sort of uh, what sort of drove that? How we strategically used social media posts that were not at all connected to A Day of Giving, but on the back end were were the driving force for A Day of Giving. Carrie, I don't think we can hear you. How's this? Thanks, man. <laughs> um, let me try again. Um, I think that is something that we did very differently and very strategically. Um, we started about a month before a day of giving, looking at our social media platforms and thinking about what content um, we had that we could pull out, um, things that were current or things that had previously done well, but just things that we knew would resonate with those people that we were hoping um, would turn into donors on a day of giving. And so we um, really posted a little more frequently and really with an intention to um, remind people about the things they love about Augustana College. And so um, they got a lot of love in those weeks coming up to a day of giving, partly so that we would just be in their streams, but partly because we wanted to connect with their heartstrings and um, make sure that they, they felt all the love right before it was time to, to make a gift. And we also had a couple of strategic uh, posts that were planned and went out sort of ahead of time to uh, around the, the socks for ADA and Given. Would you like to talk about some of the outcomes regarding the sort of digital ads and uh, the digital strategy there? 
Um, we did several different digital ads um, and tried to showcase the socks in advance to build some excitement around those and um, get some early donors. So we didn't hold them back. Um, if people were ready to buy, they could buy early, so to speak. Um, and we saw good results. Um, based on percentage of change, I'm trying to look here, our Facebook ads had a 428% ROI um, and a 5.58% um, conversion rate, which really shows um, that those were strong, relevant ads and that they were being targeted correctly. Um, we know that we spent about $700 on those um, ads and we got about 100,000 impressions out of them, um, 1,100 clicks, and the biggest and most important part, um, 64 donors through Facebook. And that, that's awesome. Uh, in, the, in the past, we, we've dabbled with digital ads around Day of Giving. We've done live events on, uh, on social media uh, with, with very success. And uh, to see 64 donors come in through those channels, especially ahead of time, was awesome. Part of uh, that drive was, uh, we, we're not going to play it, but this video on the left-hand side of the screen, which I believe is also, I'm sorry, the right-hand side of the screen, uh, which is also on our YouTube channel, I believe, uh, was actually our first gift to Augustana College. And it was the song, My Name is King of Socks by, uh, who's the, the author they may be called Giant. Uh, and that was our first gift to the, to the college a $500 gifting kind for a day of giving of that song that we was we were able to utilize in that video. And it really pushed our uh, our digital ad uh, strategy. We used it there uh, and, and to get those uptakes. It was, it's pretty awesome. If you haven't heard, uh, My Name is King of Socks, it's, it's a pretty awesome song that tied right into our campaign. Uh, and we also utilized a teaser video uh, in our email strategy and a little bit on social media too. Uh, that sort of teased um, our president preparing for the thank you mobile and prepare, prepping his route uh, to Chicago. Uh, what else did we do for a day of giving? We really thought from the communication marketing standpoint uh, and from the advancement strategy standpoint about our segmentation strategy. And we thought, uh, how can we drive that strategy through uh, email, mail, uh, from uh, texting and phone calls and really what what, ha what happened. And so in the past year, we decided to do a, a mail piece to our uh, entire population. That was just a postcard, sort of save the date. Uh, and we, we had varied success with that, uh, sort of uh, low success with that. But this year we decided to mail only our baby boomer population. And I know that that slide is probably hard to read, uh, but uh, Carrie and her team uh, really uh, were the driving force on prepping uh, that piece. It was just a, a, a card size, uh, what was it? Uh, five by, or no, three and a half by 11, I believe, uh, size card uh, that we mailed to our uh, baby boomer population so that they could participate in a day of giving. And our one of our associate editors uh, over in Carrie's team did an awesome job in drafting the content for that, that tied 1860 to the year that uh, Lincoln was elected and to other significant historical uh, dates, uh, but also showed that we really had a, a sense of pushing that 1860 was the goal 
for time and for dollars for uh, this campaign. And we also allowed them to choose their socks ahead. So we mailed that piece roughly about a week before uh, a day of giving. I think we received gifts from that uh, mail piece probably up to three to four weeks after uh, the, the campaign. So we continue to see those gifts trickle in for, for quite some time uh, as a response to that piece. Um, we also uh, utilized a uh, easy to use giving form. This year, we partnered with uh, our partners at Give Campus to uh, use another crowdfunding source that really made giving easy. Our donors could come, they could uh, make their gifts on a bank draft or credit card. They can make recurring gifts. Uh, it was really easy for our donors to use. And because uh, Kerry and Ken took, uh, and our faculty and staff took uh, different pieces of the campaign and alumni relations took event planning, the annual giving team was really set on, on focusing on how we could make giving as easy as possible. And this was one of those ways, uh, utilizing Gift Campus uh, to sort of drive the, the, the donation form was huge for us. It was the first time in two years that because of uh, volume, we did not break our, our giving form. Um, our donors were able to give and see their dollars matched uh, in real time. Uh, and we also uh, accepted cash gifts at all of our events, especially our student events. Uh, we were bringing in cash gifts from, from students uh, pretty much all day. We just had a, a dedicated runner to, to go get the events from the Lure Quad takeover. Um, but this year we did something slightly different and we implemented an advancement office hotline um, for donors who wanted to call in. It was the initial plan was to sort of be our plan B if we crash the giving site by volume again. But it turned out to be uh, sort of a opportunity for donors who wanted to give but uh, didn't want to go online, didn't receive the mail piece, but they wanted to reach us. And so they could call our hotline and it would bounce to whichever person in the advancement office was available to assist them. Uh, and uh, it was awesome to see uh, that in effect as well. Akira, are there any other things from the marketing standpoint that you would like to highlight as far as outcomes and strategy, especially around email? We did some really good work around email segmentation this year. I agree. Um, the first thing I wanna say, you have been very generous and kind in saying my name a lot, but most of the work that got done on the communication and marketing side was not not me. <laughs> um, it really is a whole team of people. And um, I just want to thank the group up here in this office that put so much into a day of giving. I think um, to add to something you said earlier, I, I am proud of the way we really looked at segmentation this year. And I think that your point in um, showing that print piece really showed how we thought about baby boomers and those older than baby boomers a little differently. But I think we also thought about Greek groups and parents and athletes and choir and band and non-donors um, differently than we had in the past. And um, we, we limited the number of emails that we sent and we made sure that the emails we were sending um, were really focused on those segments and what they wanted to hear or what they needed to hear. Um, and the same person wrote all of our emails, which I think was really important. They all had the same tone which was a bit different than what we had seen in the past. It was much more playful and really set up for quick reading. Um, in addition to that, and when you think about email, um, is that we all kind of pinky swore uh, before we started the day. And we, we swore that we weren't gonna just generate more email 
um, if we got nervous. And I think committing to a building a plan um, and then committing to that plan really yield a, yielded us good results. It made us look confident. It made us look prepared. Um, and I think it really resonated even better with our uh, alumni and donors than it has in the past for that that reason. It really did. And uh, we're getting uh, close to time, but I, I did want to mention, uh, not leave out our student segments because uh, Ken Brillen, uh his students really handle all of the communications directly to Absolutely. students. And we were hands off at that communications. And so uh, Ken, do you want to uh, take just a brief moment to uh, talk about what was your students' plan for actually advertising the Laura Quad takeover? We had we had uh, a couple of students that that do marketing for student programs that were were on the lead committee, and then we assigned a, a student that worked uh, directly with your team, Camera, and with Carrie's team um, to just make sure that our our, our branding, our messaging, um, were were in line and in sync, and also to get some ideas about. Um, from the professionals on, on how our social media person uh, could engage the student body in particular, but others as well. So uh, we just, there, there was a big focus on the look and the feel of the event in the lower quad from a marketing standpoint, the messaging that went, went out, um, the students did several emails in the uh, week, 10 days um, leading up to a day of giving. Um, and then there was a, a a large social media presence as well from from the students pushing pushing stuff out. Awesome, and, and really all of that really played to the success of a day of giving. And these are just a few strategies that one small institution used to take a campaign that started with raising just a few thousand uh, dollars to becoming a, a campaign that raises uh, close to half a million dollars for an institution in uh, in. We, and that success is in no small part to all of our campus partners. So we want to give a special thank you to our communication and, par and marketing team, uh, all of our editors, uh, our web designers, our uh, digital specialists, specialists, and everyone involved on that side. Like Carrie mentioned, it, it is a team effort there. Also to Ken Brill and his students and uh, taking the charge on our student uh, philanthropy segment for a day of giving and really uh, pushing that out. Uh, and we also uh, want to thank our advancement team because they were the ones who really went out, secured those challenge gifts. We had some pretty significant challenge gifts for A Day of Giving this year. Um, but we also sort of had an internal battle of the fundraisers as they were uh, seeing who could get the most out of their portfolios uh, to give during the day. Uh, and our uh, student advancement ambassadors who were the ones facilitating the giving process at our lower quad takeover. Uh, but really, my, my assistant director of annual giving here at Augustana College uh, was in no small part uh, sort of a, a, a strong co-lead on pushing uh, a day of giving. And, and I'm thankful for, for my team as well, uh, and uh, especially on the back end processing with our coordinator of annual giving as well. As we are uh, right at time, I want to thank you uh, again to everyone who uh, signed into this and to those who will listen later or watch later. But we also want to thank our network producers at M Stoner and the Higher Ed Live uh, Network for allowing uh, myself, Ken and Carrie to come on today as uh, guests to really talk about a day of giving and uh, the benefits of partner of strong partnership for giving day campaigns. This is Higher Ed Live and remember, generosity matters. Bye-bye.